Stand by for action. everybody welcome back to the punk tonight podcast where we sacrifice our nights and weekends for your entertainment i'm tom <laughs> neil how you doing i'm good these are, yeah these are, it's a prime prime drinking hour right now that i'm missing god damn it it's funny my wife actually brought me a drink up here i think she's trying not to drink so she's like i'm taking one for the team and what are you having i don't know some kind of corona some kind, some kind of corona okay it's there's all, all the different same. ones now yeah. there's all different ones now yeah. you know it's one of the lighter ones i think okay anyway it's the only beer i have in the house because i drank all the rest of it last yeah, night yeah didn't you say there was only one left in the fridge or some shit no i went and bought a 12 pack and i drank it mm. um <laughs> so that's the way it works so <laughs> my wife had a couple anyway uh so neil of course you can get a how, how do you get a hold of us neil why don't you tell them how you, you how you get can get old-fashioned email punctilite i77 at gmail.com send us emails um and then you can join us on facebook obviously punctilite i facebook group join that it's growing every week um yes. we're even on some are some and some of the new members aren't even bots yeah yes yes some of them aren't even chinese people selling uh fucking fake t-shirts bootleg t-shirts bootleg, yes. bootleg punctilite i t-shirts um and we also have an instagram presence uh which i do check at least weekly so you know and carry and carrier pigeon yes 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 if you want to send a signal things. smoke signals you know, there's all kinds of ways yeah i'm talking about that i actually got a fucking postcard from richard white when he was on holiday yeah, richard last sends week me postcards all the time it's great it's great it's like my window to the world it's so old-fashioned but it's cool i love it it is no i agree yep I, it was funny and, and, and i don't want to belabor introducing our guests too much longer but when i used to travel you know before we had cell phones and stuff i used to send my wife a postcard every day hmm and she actually kind of mentioned that. You old romantic, you. Well, now we just text or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just not the same. Yes, you send a drink and pictures. But anyway, yeah, the, I mean, you know the exotic locations I go to, you know, Logansport, Indiana, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cumberland, Maryland, yep. places, places that are really picturesque. Yep. So anyway, so, so Neil, our guest today, it's actually, he was on episode number 100. He was. And, and he plays in a band called Year Zero, who we played at least once yes we maybe have. twice i can't remember um it's funny because this year you know neil and i have not been able to go to some of the big festivals so we've been trying to get you some kind of coverage yes so of course we had jason that went to punk rock bowling by himself yep and uh today and then now and now we have chris to hodgkins or hodges hodges right hodgkins hodgkins see that's what i know and his daughter imogen who were at rebellion was it just called Rebellion Punk Festival, right? Just Rebellion, Rebellion Music right? Festival. Just Rebellion Festival. There you go. But they were at Rebellion this year, and so we're going to catch up with them and see how all of that went. So, welcome, Chris and Imogen. How are you guys doing? Hello, we're fine, thank you. Hey, we're good. Thank That's you very good. much for having us. Of course, thank it's, you. You know, I used to go to shows all the time with my daughter, so it's sort of nostalgic for me. <laughs> so, hey, we, remind us where you're from in England. We're from Birmingham in the, in the west. Oh, Midlands. you're from the north too. Okay. No, no, That's central, the, central. Yeah, UK. right in the middle. Right in the middle, the Midlands. Where Black Sabbath and Judas Priest are from. That's true, but uh, exactly. Black Sabbath are from Birmingham, yeah. Huh. Okay. 
Interesting. I, I don't know why I got it in my head that you guys were like from further south. So how far is that to uh, what the locals would lovingly refer to as Crackpool from where you guys are? <laughs> uh, probably about uh, two hours. Yeah, a couple of hours. Yeah. Now, did you go on the tra- yeah. did you go on the train or do you drive up there? Uh, um, my, my friend drove up, so three of us went up together. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So for those that don't know, i.e., anyone not in England, give us a brief rundown of Blackpool because people make fun of it all the time. But I'm sure a lot of people don't know much about it. So uh, give us give us a brief rundown. It of seems Blackpool. like it's kind of like the it's like the it's like the West Virginia of the UK <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> It's in the <laughs> northwest of uh, the UK in a county called Lancashire. It is a little bit run down yeah. in places, but it's trying hard to uh, reinvent itself. It's had the winter garden since Victorian times. It's also got a terror, uh, like a sort of like the one in Paris. Yeah, like an Eiffel Tower, but a sadder. Yeah, version. sort of. A, yeah, <laughs> the Blackpool Tower. Yeah, the Blackpool Tower. Now, when I when I was when I was still living in England in the eighties, it was the place where English people who couldn't afford to go abroad would go on holiday. That's right. Is I think it, it still is. Still yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like Ferris wheels and stuff. It looks like a carnival or something, right? Like a sad, rundown carnival. Yeah, there's, there's a huge uh, uh, pleasure beach down the other end of. Blackpool. Well, I mean, it's just pretty good. You got stag do's and um, yeah, it's a stag do place. Families with little children and such. So, what's a stag? What does that mean? You have strip strip joints? No, it means yes. when when, um, <laughs> when a guy's getting married, he has a stag do. So he takes all his mates to Blackpool and gets rat arsed and um, has uh, a good time. yeah, it's gotcha. a it's a great it's a great time in Black in Blackpool. The, la- and, the ladies love to dance. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Awesome. Um, how many? How many years? How many years have you guys gone now? To I've, I've been about twelve times. Imogen. Oh wow! Five times. Yeah, five. I think. So you were you were just a wee teen when you started going, eh, Imogen? Yeah, the first time I went, I think I was thirteen, and I I was the youngest person by many years. I was yeah, about forty years. <laughs> yeah. Did do you uh, do you go just to humor the old man at this point, or do you really like going yourself? No, I really do enjoy it. Like. We've definitely bonded over punk, and for a while it was something I did, you know, because it was fun for the two of us. But I, I really enjoy it now. I'm really into it myself, so it's great. Hmm. No, I, I used to. Well, that's excellent for the next generation, right, Neil? Yeah, definitely. Are, are you still living in Birmingham, or are you? Or did you move away? Um, I was living in Spain last year, and I've just moved back to England, and I'm moving up to Manchester for university in a couple of months. Oh, nice! Oh, I, there you go, Neil. Yeah, I went to university in Manchester. Yeah, loved it. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago, though. All right, so um, do you want to give us a brief history of Rebellion? You said 12 years. Well, obviously, it's been going for a long time. Do you want to give us a, has it, a brief? So has it always been Rebellion, or did you start going when it was still called the other thing then, Chris? No, no, I, I, it's been going 27 years. Oh, wow, is that right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it was originally called um, Holidays in the Sun after the Pistol Song. Sure. It changed to Wasted for a short amount of time. It's actually moved to another resort, which is called Morecambe across the bay. But I think there was an issue with all the traders were, were booted out of their huge hall where they held it, and the traders complained. They got nowhere to sell their, their vegetables. So it went <laughs> back to Blackpool. But Morecambe have now obtained two punk festivals, which is nice and sleazy, and Morecambe Festival but they're not to the size of Rebellion. Rebellion is the biggest independent one in the UK, and it lasts four days, the first weekend in August every year. Well, it's it's huge. I mean, I don't know that it has an equal worldwide, because Punk Rock Bowling's not nearly that big. Right. 
Um, maybe Riot Fest, but I think you could make the argument that Riot Fest isn't really a punk fest anymore. No, it's not. It's not. And it also hasn't been going for 27 years. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm just talking about sheer quantity of people that show up. Because Riot Fest could draw like 200,000 people. Yeah. Quantity-wise. But it's, uh, it's you know, it's not really, like I said, not really a punk thing. So what's the biggest... No, I'm sorry. I, I don't even know what order we want to go in because I don't know anything about this. But I'm just like, uh, where do we go from here, Neil? Do we talk about the venue? Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about the venue because you mentioned the Winter Garden. So, um, like I said, I haven't been to Blackpool in 40 years, probably. So, um, the Winter Gardens, I don't know. So, give us a brief rundown of like how many stages and what the Winter Garden is and stuff. It's um, it's a huge Victorian building that's got a. Uh, about six stages in and um, several bars and meeting areas. They've just built a new conference centre on the back where they do all the interviews because they interview um, lots of punk uh, personalities, not just not just people in bands, but people who are important to like Eugene Butcher, the editor of Vibla Rock, and mm-hmm. panels where they discuss punk, mm-hmm. like women in punk and... Anaco Punk was another panel they did this year, and you can go and sit there, listen to people mm-hmm. being interviewed, which is pretty cool. So we did a few of those <laughs> this year. We like doing those as well. Um, but I, I would say the venue in itself is somewhat of a juxtaposition to the festival because it's gorgeous. It's all glass ceilings and ballrooms and chandeliers. Mm. And then to have punk bands playing, it's it's somewhat strange, but it makes for a really cool atmosphere. I so think. it's sort of like a relic from a. It's just a relic from a different era. Yeah, yeah, it's ice, uh, yeah. and also they've got a big sort of walkway with a glass ceiling all the way around one side, and that houses all albums, t-shirts, all paraphernalia that you might want to buy. And every band has a, a stall as soon as they, as soon as they're going to play, as soon as they've finished, people go and buy their stuff. So it's all it's all very well organised. It's, it's the communication that Rebellion do is is brilliant. Really, they're they're really on it. So it was, and, uh, the, no, I, I, sorry, I, I was just going to say with all that glass and stuff that you've mentioned, ever any vandalism or anything like that? Any drunks smashing oh, stuff really. up? Not really. One year it was so hot in there. I don't yeah, know. I think the air confined. Everybody was sweating, but they've sorted that now. Now you see very little. Um, I think I think I've seen two completely drunk guys propping each other up yeah. all weekend. But everyone else is pretty pretty cool. It's so friendly. You wouldn't believe it. It's it's yeah. just really good. Awesome. I think it's funny that the um, the Winter Gardens also host a Young Farmers Festival <laughs> every year. Oh boy. And our BMB owner <laughs> told us that the young farmers are always way more trouble than the punks every year. Yeah, it's because the punks get drunk every weekend. The young farmers, it's like their one time a year to really get blown <laughs> yeah. out, right? Well, it, it, it's funny. Out. I wonder if that would like – now, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who gets drunk and falls down, but I'm a guy who likes to drink a little too much when I go out to a show. I wonder if that classy surroundings, Neil, would would stifle me. Yeah, maybe. Or the, or the, Actually, or the price of the beer. The price. I was just say $8 a pint would probably stifle me, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> So I tell you what, Neil, should we, should we play a song or do you have some more questions? So there's six, okay, so there's six, I would have six stages, you think. So the big one is like what the Empress Ballroom or something like that, right? Like That's just, correct. Right? That holds, that, I'd imagine that holds about 5,000, wouldn't you? Yeah, more or less. About yeah. 5,000. I mean, we've seen it absolutely packed like um, one couple of years ago, Dirtbox Disco packed it. Um, the subs were on there this year and they pretty much packed it out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a, I mean, the Casbah, which is like a, it's like an underground car park. That's pretty huge as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, the, so, so the ballroom's the biggest. You said the car park's big. What's the, 
Like, what's the smallest room? Is there is there one that holds like five hundred or something, or, is, or are they yeah. all pretty big? The pavilion is like uh, in right in the center. That's like that's pretty cool. That probably holds a couple of hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of hundred. Yeah. So it's small. Okay, that's a small but stage. The Casbah, which is probably holds as much as the Empress, really, because it, it looks like a, it's got a big concrete floor. It looks like an old car park, but it's obviously it's covered and there's a bar. Mm everything but that's probably as big as the empress but we don't seem to go in the casbah as much as they just don't they just don't have the bands you want to see yeah yeah i mean the opera house is lovely it literally is it's got a very grand victorian um, sort of frame around the stage and it's it's got a balcony and it looks apart you know so that's that's a pretty cool place to see a band as well so are the mm. are the bands playing concurrently on all the different stages or do they time it so that they're on at different times no, they are playing concurrently, but there's there's a couple of things that you can use. There's a thing called Coppo's Checklist, which tell, he's a punk from up north who does his checklist of who's on when. And uh, there, there was one last year called Clash Finder, which um, Rebellion endorsed this year. And what it is basically, it's like it's done on Excel or something, and it's basically bubbles which tell you who ho- overlaps who, hmm. when. Hmm. So you can just look at Clash Finder. Also, they issue you with a great Glyphi brochure that tells you who's on when with loads more blurb and interviews in. So you, you, you know what you're doing. You turn up on the morning, regardless of what whether you bought a weekender, which is 200 quid if you get an early bird. So that works at 50 quid a day. And it's 300 bands out of four days. Mm. You're probably seeing 70, 80 bands a day. Hmm. For, for, 70 for, a day? Jesus Christ. No, you're not seeing them, but they're <laughs> on. And that's 50 quid. That's yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. good price. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, well, let's play a song, well, and then we can kind of get into the nitty-gritty about... Well, oh, sorry, Neil. You yeah, yeah I do. I have one more question. So, the, so yeah. that ticket... Uh, whether it be weekender or whether you buy it on the day, does that get you into everything, or are there like VIP tickets as well, which are more money but uh, get you into more things? Just you can buy a, a four a four day the whole thing. You can buy a weekender, or you can buy a singular day ones as well. And you just go to the 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 um, issue points, and they just take you have a look at your tickets on your phone or your paper tickets, and they give you the wristband, and you're good to go. You walk in and out, you can go in and out, have yeah. your, have meals, have more drinks outside, go for a little wonder, go to the local record shops, that- which we. So you can eat somewhere other than at the yeah. That's actually that. that's cool. That's actually great. That's actually great because 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 of punk rock bowling, there's no in and out, so you can't get out and go anywhere else once you're in. And no, then you're, you're buying their ten dollar beers, right? That's it. And then also they have a VIP section, which you know is where they treat you like human beings. But that's that's, yeah, that's like that's double. Shade and whatnot, yeah, that's yeah. like double the price. So that, well, that's I mean, good to I know. Mean, these English people do. They wouldn't know what to do with that ninety five degree September. So how do we so how do we go about picking out our songs? Did we split them? Did dad do it? Did daughter do it? How do we pick out the songs that we're gonna play to accompany this? To be honest, these are uh, these are basically uh, some well, most of our favourites from, yeah. from the festival. We're luckily quite in agreement most of the Yeah, time, we are basically it. the guy who drove us who's my friend and, and Imogen and me all basically liked the same ones. We had like a <laughs> Sort of a top top eight, something but, like that. But you wrote the list, and I kind of approved it and changed one, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what, of this list, which one do you guys want to play first? Well, we start off with a, a, a pretty hot power. potato. Yeah, a power. <laughs> start as you mean to go on with the 
Svetlana's and uh, go fuck yourself. Um, okay, tell us a little bit about the Svetlana's because I really I know the name, but I don't know that much about Ru- them. Russian, right? Aren't they Russian? Yeah. Russian hardcore that I believe started off a bit power poppy and then changed the sound. Mm. And Olga's singer is just amazing. Amazing. Yeah, she's terrifying. She's like terrifying, actually terrifying. Threatening. It'll give you a little bit of that tiger sex vibe, Neil, that you like so much. Ah. Okay. That actually, it seems to it seems to make you sick from what I can see from that picture where you're <laughs> watching those two women kiss, and you seem like I've never seen a man more turned off watching two women kiss than you watching. <laughs> that was anyway, it's, unfortunate it picture. Kind of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking about inside jokes here, but there's a picture on the on the Facebook group of Kelly from Tiger Sex, who's an insane front woman, also, and she's just making out with this woman in the front rows, and Neil's looking the other way, looking like he's just disgusted. Is it? No, I was, <laughs> I was jamming, I was jamming to the music. I, I it was just an unfortunate picture, but it's funny as hell, though. I agree, it's a funny picture. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so the Svetlana's are they actually Russian, or are they just like Russian speakers? Well, they're or Russian, but they all they all live in Italy. Okay, yeah. and um, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool to me. So definitely. Um, yeah, we discovered them at Rebellion back in maybe 2018, 2019. Yeah, and we I'm thought they sure. were really cool, so we we made they made our sort of must see list, and they didn't disappoint. They played the Empress, so they had gone up a stage. Yeah, yeah. Bands sort of start on the Rebellion introducing stages. Sometimes they come in straight to a big stage because the the guy rates them, but they go they kind of can go up the stages. So they start on the Rebellion introducing, go to the Pavilion, which is a bit bigger. Then the Empress, such as what the Drowns did that. They did exactly that. They did mm. that three stages. And this year, they they headlined the Empress, and they were, they, were, they smashed it again. They were ice. Yeah, they're great live. All right, let's listen to the Svetlanas, then. This song is uh, <laughs> beautifully named. Go fuck yourself. So, Svetlanas. <laughs> That was the Svetlana's there with the first one tonight or today. That was, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. So that's nice. So they have albums and stuff out, I imagine, right? Yeah, they do. I've got a couple of albums at least. Okay. Have you heard them before, Tom? Yes. You have? Okay. Do you like them? Yeah, they're, they're cool. They've been around for a long time. I mean, they've been around probably a decade. Yeah, I, they're, I, recognize, yeah, they're I recognize the name for sure. Yeah. I think for a minute, uh, the bass player from the Dwarves, the famous one, played with them. Uh, his name's not coming. His name's Rex, Rex Everything. Is his Dwarves name. The one with the beard, the one who got in the standoff with the cops and had all the guns and drugs. Okay, good. Anyway, I think he played with them for a while, the bass player for the Dwarves. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're good. All right. Good. So um so you guys you you went to you went to all four days, right? 
Yes, we did. Okay, so you'd, it's always like Thursday through Thursday, Thursday through Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so give us a so give us the rundown. So you drove up there what Thursday morning or something? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, but the, there is a lot more fringe um, shows than there used to be. It's growing. Now, there's six venues, but fringe stuff on, and some of that starts on the Tuesday. So some of our friends wow. up on the Tuesday, and they watch the fringe stuff. So um, I'm. It's, I mean, it's pretty cool. Oh, I don't do the fringe. We don't do the fringe. Yeah, you got to take a whole freaking week off work. Yeah. Yes, I do. Literally, our friends went up on the Monday night, I think, and they came back. Monday again? Monday, yeah. and then had the week off to recover because it's <laughs> pretty heavy duty. You know, I mean, there's 300 bands in all. We managed to see uh, six and three quarter per day and four interviews. So we did okay. Hmm. Do you guys so so tell me is it like is it, do you guys stay in hotels or do you do like a bed and breakfast how does that work do you have friends over there where do you stay we stay in B and B's we've always gone it's the first time we've done four days last year I did three with my buddy and him Jim didn't come did you mm-hmm. and then um, but we thought we'll do four and we usually book a B and B quite well in advance because they go really quickly yeah. sure sure sure. This year we we rebooked the next year as we left the B and B. Oh, is that right? Nice. I would recommend to anyone who wants to go get get on it, yeah. not just with your rebellion tickets, so you get the early birds, but get yourself a B and B early because it's the whole north end of Blackpool. So yeah, it's hmm. amazing. You walk the streets, you walk the beaches. It's punks, 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 punks. It's <laughs> so like that, that's really cool, though, right? It, 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 I remember that in Vegas too when we were there for punk rock bowling. I'm like, this is so cool. It's just everybody here's a punk rocker. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And hmm. um, so yeah, we go to the B and B, and basically what we do is in the mornings they have uh, like an English breakfast, and the whole room talks to each other about where they've been, where they've been. We sat, a German guy sat on our table, two Americans from New York hmm. sat on the table, and uh, we get the whole dining room chatting, and, and everyone's bonding, hmm. talking about where they're going to go and where they've been. It's, it's great fun. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, so uh, what time do the bands start? Around about 12.30 in the morning, the doors open, but you can kind of... There's still... There's already... The punks are still in all the cafes and pubs already getting ready to roll at about half ten in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Neil, you would never make this, man. No, I'd be a sad. They're drinking at quarter after ten. I'd be taking a nap by one o'clock. <laughs> well, the thing is, so, well, I assume the bigger bands don't go on till three, four in the afternoon, five in the afternoon, something like that. Yeah, it depends who you rate, really. I mean, there's, there's good stuff in the afternoons as well, sometimes. Sure. You know, it's, um, it depends what you want, really. We do what we call the 30-second test, so we print everything off, and we, we highlight it, whether we're into it or not. Yeah, we listen to all 300 we for 30 seconds. all 300 <laughs> for 30 seconds. It's a mission. And we highlight wow. what we want, which ones we want. Green means go. Uh, and the means maybe and then when we're up there we can get sidetracked by one of our friends suggesting shall we check these so we yeah, do that yeah. we, wonder, we do like we can have like um, we saw about 27 28 bands four interviews but we also saw about oh crikey must have been another 12 that we actually saw part a, sets a yeah yeah that was pretty cool so you've you've what? you've mentioned interviews a few times what do you mean by that do you work for a magazine as well 
No, no, it's the fact that rebellion, into, what happens is rebellion get lots of the Vive La Rock guys. Oh, I to, see. You went to see interviews. Gotcha, gotcha. See yeah. somebody else. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Them. Okay. So they interviewed loads of people, you know. Um, like, uh, Andy Blade from Eater, we saw that one. Yeah, um, so um, they did the Dickie Singer. There was one uh, about women in media. And yeah, yeah. Like Charlie Harper at the subs did uh, questions and answers. Oh, that's cool. Radio Star Singer did a, a, a chat. Oh, Radio um, Stars, so, holy shit. Yeah, he's been around a long yeah. time, that dude. So it's it's nice to kind of break, like if you give your ears a break and you can sit, I assume yeah. sit down for that. yeah. yeah. Or we can just go for a walk on the beach or, or go for something to eat or, or on the pier. It's, it's really cool. That's actually mm. much more civilized than punk rock bowling, like I say. The fact, that, <laughs> yeah. the fact that you can go out and just hang out for a while outside of the venue and then go back in when there's something else you want to see, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what so, what was it on Thursday? No what two do you, who, who Thursday. Did you go see? On Thursday we saw... Um, have a look. On Thursday we saw um, a band called The Acid Tonga, Friends of Ours. Uh, we saw Polly Pockets, P- Polly Pickpockets, sorry. <laughs> Polly Pickpockets, uh, I like it. We saw... Uh, Svetlana's was on Thursday. Svetlana's, yeah. We saw a, a new band called Electric Press, which we rated. We saw mm-hmm. an interview about the Croydon punk scene. We saw an interview about Stiff Records. Mm. Which was yeah. great. That was really cool. Uh, who, yeah. Who, 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 who was that? Who, who was being interviewed for that? Oh, I can't remember. I mean, the, guy, the, the guy who ran Stiff Records. Yeah. The guy who founded it. Was that Jake, somebody? Jake Rivera, maybe? Was that yeah, maybe? that's... That rings about. We saw the subs; they were amazing because it's their final. Yeah, I'd love to see them. Um, we saw Eater, which Andy Blade. Obviously, Andy Blade. Uh, the other guys, uh, they started when they were kids, like 15, yep. 16. Yeah. Andy Blade has done a very clever move, and he's recruited a band called JoJo and the Teeth, who are new to the scene, and they actually mm. they back him. So, so they're good. really young. So they're really young guys. Yeah, they're like twenties, yeah. twenty fives. And the girl singer, Jojo, she just was backing vocals for him. So he's given himself a new lease of life. They don't, they don't kind of play the Eater songs with such an amateur, shaky approach, which is great. I, I like the way Eater come across. But they're, they're, because they're more competent musicians than the Eater guys were when they were 15, the songs become more polished and slightly yeah. more evolved. But it's still, to see Eater and to see Andy Blade at the front and to hear like some of the songs like 15 and yeah. stuff like that again was 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 fab really we really enjoyed it so it's just him there was just him though there's no de- degenerate all, or anybody in awesome the band nah, all jojo and the teeth were, were the backing band okay. which turned us up to jojo and the teeth and we thought these are good we'll check them out on the introducing stage and they were good weren't they yeah yeah you know you're i know you're a neater fan yep. i have a i have like a compilation cd of theirs i don't know them super well but did you ever see back in the day or no no i did not no no, no. okay and you didn't gotcha. you, you didn't either chris uh, neither did you because she wasn't around. well clearly not yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true was, so so it's funny i would say if you want to keep going with what you saw on thursday i don't know i don't know where you're at on that i was gonna say i i want to kind of talk about picking how you pick the bands but i want to Go ahead and finish up Thursday, maybe, and then we'll play a song, and I'll... Well, really well that was Thursday, and it's all, with a, a, just a quick glance at a couple of others as we were passing for 10 minutes to, like, mm-hmm. maybe in between what we were trying to... Uh, so the subs were, like, the big headliner on Thursday night? 
I'd say, yeah, the subs were on quite late on Thursday. I think they were on about nine-ish. The descendants pulled out. It's, and so did the dance. Yeah, the descendants and the dance. Were they both supposed to play on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's bad luck. One after another, actually. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know what was wrong with it. I think he had a heart attack. One of the Milo, had, Milo had a heart attack and Dave Vanian's back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they replaced them with, um, um, God, what are they called now? Coxbarrow. Oh, Coxbarrow. Oh, oh, that's a good. That's a good replacement. Yeah, though, at is. least I was thinking it was going to be somebody like you know the Vandals or something. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Cox so that was, was a cool huh. That was a cool day. That was. So, so you didn't go and see Coxbarrow though. They're, uh, they're not particularly one of my favourites, really, to be honest. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay, I love those guys. Interesting. Okay. So, so you said the subs went on at like nine o'clock. Is is that is that normal? What time the last band goes on? So it's pretty early no, then. No, no, no. The, the last bands go on about um, half twelve in the in the night. Yeah. Half oh, <laughs> Neil, you're so Neil is so not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> They come off about half one in the morning. Yeah, awesome. a but lot of stamina required. If you really want to test your stamina, go to the fringe because some of the fringe ones don't don't stop till three, four in the morning. Yeah, it's not happening, Ooh. is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends who it is, I suppose. No, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's about the time well, I'm wa- I mean, that's about the time I'm waking up. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, Neil. You got to do what you got to do. No. All right, let's play another. Let's play another song. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, who should we play next? Shall we play um, an American band, the Stitches, the Stitches, who I was delighted to see? Wow, they're from the nineties, right? Yeah, they're from California band, and they played in twenty thirteen. And um, okay, yeah, they've been around uh, forever, though. Yeah, me, and my, my friends and I are really into them, and um, I, was, I was thinking, oh shit, I'll never see them. And then uh, when they announced them, I was over the moon. The singer was it. Crazy dude. He was amazing. He was pulling his t shirt all over his face and jumping into the audience and sticking his hand across the guitarist's face and <laughs> just doing mad shit all, all the time. And <laughs> it, they were great, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were, they were really absolutely good. great. So, how did they go down? Did, did the crowd like them? Or? They loved them. People flocked to the merch. Stand yeah. And it was there crazy. was just uh, cash flying everywhere because some people didn't know them. I didn't think. I, I, kind of got into them with our, our singer and we both thought these are really cool like but obviously being American we thought we'd never get the chance so we, we were delighted but yeah they were, they were ice I didn't even know they were still going Tom I thought the Stitches yeah, broke up I years ago they were like a like they were part of like the Pogo revival in the nineties, right? Unless I'm unless I'm thinking of a different band. No, because no, they were they were, but there was also a Stitches from New York, uh, LAS Stitches. That was the LAS, yeah, yeah Lower East Side so Stitches. Was, yeah, yeah. Too. so they, but they were both good. They were both good bands, but yeah, the Stitches, and they were similar style wise. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah the Stitches definitely had a very seventy seven style vibe in their clothing yeah, yeah, and everything. Right? Old school look, yeah. yeah. They, they dressed old school as well. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, yeah, I see. Let's let's minute. What song are we doing? Automatic. 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 All right, so we got uh, yeah the stitches from the uh, from California with automatic.
All right, that was the stitches. Uh, who they, were they on the Thursday as well, or what? What day were they on? Uh, Maybe it was Sunday, I think. Yeah, it could have been Sunday. Have a look. Oh, um, no worries, it doesn't matter. It, it, just it, all, it all kind of blends together yeah. every while. Yeah. yeah, but it does, right, man? You must. Sunday, yeah. So it's funny, Chris. You, I think you're kind of between Neil and I age wise, right? I'm fifty. He's sixty. You're somewhere in the middle. I'm sixty-one, dude. Oh. Oh, you're older than Neil? Oh, Hooray! Neil, give yourself a point. Give yourself a punk point. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, that's fucking great, man. I was thinking more you were like mid-50s, but not that it matters, because I see that Rebellion crowd song got to be 70. <laughs> some of the some of the uh, bands are. Obviously, they're in their <laughs> mid to late 60s, but we've got to destroy this myth, Tom, that you believe that it's all old dudes and old ladies. Cause yeah, because here I am. Just yeah, saying. look, we've got living proof sitting next to me. Well, I guess the I guess the thing is, I see the pictures because you might be in the same group, but we're in a, Neil and I are in a couple of these like uh, old guy punk groups, and it's all just old friends getting together, and it's it's it actually looks super cool, but it's definitely you don't see many youngsters in the pictures. Well, there was little honestly, there were seven year olds with big green Mohicans. Ah, uh, and at one point we went to see the Rosillos, and I accidentally bumped into this lady, and she threw a pint on her husband's leg, and I, I said. I'm sorry, and I apologised. And Imogen was on the front, and me and my mate were, were went past them. And then I said, "Shall we go?" And we were trapped by an angry man and a toddler that was asleep on the left hand side. <laughs> so we saw a couple more songs than we intended to, and then the guy with the, the beer on his leg went. And we so, took our escape. So we escaped. <laughs> <laughs> and see, but like the Rizzo, you know, it's funny. Rizzo is like. I think they were supposed to tour here a few years ago. I don't think it ever happened, but that's like that's a very difficult band to see in this country. I think. Yeah, next to impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you know. Well, anyway, my point being, my the reason I asked your age is because you know this year everybody's back on tour after the COVID stuff. It's like everybody's finally back on tour. So anything local, I'll go see. But as far as trying to pick out other shows. It's kind of, I've just made it my priority to see bands I have never seen. Like, I may never get a chance. So that's kind of my top priority when picking bands. So when you're trying to choose the bands, is that come into play? Or is it just, you know, because I know you seem to like some of the younger bands, too. So what's your, like, uh, checklist for going down the list trying to see who gets priority when they're playing? Checklist is really um, legends that I haven't seen. But we all, well, we also try and keep with like stuff like the stitches that are not really in our radar and also Imogen's dead keen to see new stuff and so am I because I mean I can sing some of these songs back to front inside out of the the older stuff so it's sure. quite refreshing to see the new stuff I mean we went to the RSI one day the Rebellion Introducing Stage and I think we saw four on the trot yeah because the thing for me is that the older bands just don't have the same nostalgic appeal for me than they have for maybe you guys of course sure. like, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. The songs and think oh I loved this when I was 20 like I just don't so sometimes sure. I don't really get it necessarily. Like I don't love the older bands that have been going for forty years in the same way that you guys maybe do. Sure. Um, so I really like seeing the younger and more up and coming bands for sure. It's definitely my priority when we go. I'd say. And also, we went to an interview where John Robb. Are you familiar with John Robb? Yep. He's like a yep. news journalist. He interviewed Eugene Butcher, who is the Beaver Rock editor, and they, they were both speaking about the fact of the scene in generally is aware that it needs to bring in young new bands to mm-hmm. keep the scene fresh sure. and going. Sure. So that, that they were 
they are both aware, and uh, I think Vivla Rock has now increased its coverage of new bands per issue to three instead of one. Yeah, per <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's still pretty. It's still pretty old focus, though, isn't it? Vivla Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so this this year we have Slade. Uh, this month we have Slade, Sweet, and Bob Villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob Villain. We saw Bob Villain. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even get me started well, on fun, that. So it's funny. Do you ever get to the point? Well, because I think Chris liked him. That's why I kind of brought that up. But so is there ever a time where you're like, I'm sorry, Imogen. I love you, dear, but I have to go see these old farts, and you want to go see this young band, and do you, do you guys occasionally split up? No, we don't. Really. No, because to be fair, I also respect that I need a musical education, you know. And if he tells me they're legendary, I trust it, and I'll go and see them. I mean, I, I was never into Zounds back in the day, really, and I, I, I kind of had a brief knowledge of them. So we took a, a gamble, didn't we, that we'd go and see Zounds, mm-hmm. and we were both blown away by them. They were absolutely really great, weren't they? Yeah, and they've been going. Oh, oh, and they've been going to Zounds. Zounds. Yeah, with a Z. Semi- oh, Zounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard. Okay, yeah. From the Curse of the Zounds or whatnot. Yeah, that's right. The Curse of the yeah. Zounds. But I, I, well, I wasn't that familiar with Zounds. And so I mean, we just thought they were still weren't we? Yeah. So they're, they're on our list of bands that we like that I kind of missed first time around, really. So mm. that was a, a good one to, to, to come across. Mm. All right. So what about for, what about Friday then? Should we talk about Friday, or yeah. you got something else in your mind, Neil? No, we're just going to say. Well, so what time? What time did you? What time did you turn in? Or do you not turn? Like after the band, last band you want to see is done, do you then go boozing down? Was it Churchill's? Is that the pub where all the punks go to? Churchill, the, the Rose and Crown is the main one because it's got a, a club upstairs called the Tash. Tash, sorry. And then there's Churchill's. There's various others i mean the whole north end of blackpool is pretty buzzing late on but we don't do any fringe because uh, there's, there's enough to do and you pay yeah, for we're, it and we're trying to pace ourselves yeah you know? i mean you can wait yourself out running around oh sure yeah. well, he, he's trying to pace himself and i just yeah, it's funny so. it's funny because i know you said pace yourself but i heard piss ourselves <laughs> and i'm like wait it sounds like john bates it's not a friend john yeah bates, good old john <laughs> Tom, when you when you when you when you, you and your friend are like um, fifty nine and sixty one, you normally do piss yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I can. Yes, even though even though Tom that becomes a reality. Yeah. Well, I think I think Tom is w- well on his way already. Right, Tom. To what? <laughs> your bladder. Your bladder's not what it used to be. Oh no 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 yeah. <laughs> he started early. I think my bladder's smaller, but but my prostate makes up for being enlarged. So. <laughs> Old people, old people problems. Old people problems. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. So who did you see? Yeah, who did you see on Friday? On Friday, we started with Slalom D, who are a Sunderland Newcastle band that I kind of discovered, and um, they're pretty cool. They're like sort of uh, nice melodies and um, not too fast. I mean, I like I like fast stuff. I like hardcore. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, they were they were interesting and good. And then we saw. Um, we saw the drones in the Empress who were fabulous and knocked it at the park. And what time did they go on? Uh, the drones came on on let me have a look. Um, about four ish, I think, about mid afternoon. Quarter past five. So they had a lot following them. They had um, Barstool Preachers following them, the specials not the full specials, the league followed them, the explosive followed them. And a tribute to the Ramones followed them as well. So Did you that, say the explosion? The Exploited. Oh, The Exploited. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, I, I love The Exploited and uh, I'm, I'm back in the day, and twice I've been in to check them out in the Casbah, which is one of the big rooms, and they just play all their songs 
so fast and yeah. you, you cannot distinguish they, they take all the uh, pace and pleasure out of it right. it's like dogs of war they just it's 100 yeah. mile an hour and, and then you go to the next one alternatives if you listen to alternatives it's not a fast number but they just do it like speed metal pace so yeah. a couple of times I've just been in and I thought oh, yeah. I'll just come out well, well, it's funny because Wooly like their drummer just left the drummer of you know forever so I wonder if that'll change I'm going to see him in a month I'm, I'm real curious to see if Waddy makes it I hope uh, so yeah. I've never I've never seen him so I actually am pretty excited about it but yeah I, I know listening to live seeing the live videos it does there's no nuance to it at all it's just so just blasted out at high speed, which is a real shame because it just takes the character and the songs away. Well, it takes all the, me- yeah, no, takes all the melody out of it, doesn't it? it takes all the melody yeah, out. There's no yeah. melody at all. Yeah, it's just huh. it's just a race along to the next one. But I mean, that's what they want to do. But this, the songs are really cool. The, Did you skip them then? I, yeah, I, I, I can know. say twice we skipped them this time. But last year I went in and, and I just came out after about 15-20 minutes because I just couldn't distinguish anything to be honest and I've tried, yeah. tried before a couple of years before and I thought nah I just can't I can't do this it's not oh. can't hear anything well, so, apart from so talking about that how is the sound quality in there is, is, is the sound good on every stage or is it is it pretty ropey I would say that the the, the Empress is the best room yeah the pavilion's brilliant in the middle they're all good, I They're think. all good. Yeah. But I would say the introducing stage, which the sound just bounce around a little bit, because you, you enter it uh, straight onto the stairs and you walk down into the venue. And I think the, the, the sound has a tendency, because it's a high ceiling, to bounce around the room. It's uh, hard. Okay, yeah, yeah. Unless you get in close and then you're okay or you know the songs but because they're introducing sometimes you just want to see how they come across and if you like their vibe and then you might think oh, I, can, I can get into these I, I know where they're coming from or I'd like I'd like to get into them you know mm-hmm. um, that's about the, but generally I mean generally it's very very good sound yeah. isn't it yeah that's good that's good it's a mixture that's a plus. Built, yeah, that's a plus. it's not built for bands really you know it's it was built for dances and god knows what exhibitions and stuff oh true well, probably like orchestras right from that era like full orchestras yeah I mean, they probably had to have good acoustics because back in those days you couldn't mic stuff you know just had to kind of have a natural acoustic yeah hmm. and then i saw a couple of my favorite bands on friday in the end um Who's that? we saw a band called 18 fevers who are south korean no yeah yeah um really? hmm. all girls really cool like just a good look to them, a really nice sound. Hardcore, Not hardcore, but pretty pretty fast, pretty loud. Um, mm. They were great. And then after them was another band called Dummy Toys, who were from China, also all girls. And they were pretty hardcore, no? Yeah. In half an hour, they probably did, what, like 30 songs or something ridiculous, mm. just one straight after another. Yeah. What were they called? Uh, dummy Sounds? Dummy, dummy Toys. Yeah, Dummy Toys. Dummy Toys, okay. We also saw a band called A Void. They were like a sort of um, an artsy grunge band, which I thought was quite good. Yeah, they were all probably like 18, something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Um, oh. So Andy Blade being interviewed. We saw Jojo and the Teeth because they backed um, Andy Blade and we were interested in them, who are an interesting band. Of, uh, hard to explain. Like, she's got an amazing vocal with a sort of 1920s uh, lean to it or the way she mm. comes across there's oh. a touch of glam in there there's a touch of queen dare I say it, on, on the edge of things really 
really an interesting band. Not you know, it's an punk band, but how there's many different uh, angles to to the genres, isn't there? So, they, they, yeah, they're pretty cool. And we saw Desperate Measures, who of they Eugene Butcheret, the Vivlo editor. It's his band, mm. and I saw them two or three years ago, and I thought. Mm, these are pretty good. They have potential, and like over the years, they hone their sound, and they're pretty good. Good, yeah, they're, they're pretty great, really. Yeah. Well, now, what do they pretty sound great. like? They they sound like oh, hard to explain. Like a sort of the guitarist sound is a bit like the cult, hmm. and and the singer is um, quite a, a gruff voice, but not not bad. Uh, I liked them. I'd say like a sort of kind of mid tempo ish. Yeah, mid-tempo, quite a bit of melody, some good hooks. Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty, pretty pleased with them. I was pleased enough to buy the CD. Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I write them desperate messages. You should check them out. So how, how, who was the headliner on Friday? The headliner... Like, who were the big bands on Friday? The big bands were um, taking it from about 5 o'clock. Uh, Subhumans were on after the drowns. Did you see Subhumans? Nobody, I didn't. I think we went off to check someone else out. I have seen, uh, seen them back in the day, obviously. But, sure. Um, they're, so good. they're still real good, though. They're definitely worth seeing. Yeah. Um, Bask Stool Preachers, who are... I'm not a scar person at all, but Bask Stool Preachers do it really good. They are excellent at, like, rallying the crowd and singing oh. along. So there's sort of... I'm not a scar person or, or a Barstool um, Preachers person. How about you, Neil? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen them, and I enjoyed them when I saw them, but uh, it, it's the guy from Cox Sparrow's son, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean they're okay at what they do, but they get a bit too preachy for me. I they got some catchy songs, no question. Yeah. Uh, but but, uh, anyway, uh, and who's who was like the big like like if the subs were like the big band of, on Thursday? Who was the big? I mean, there must have been like a huge name, I assume, or not really. It depends who you're into. Like I say, I mean, if you if you stuck around on on the other stage, Casbah, there was Dirtbox Disco, um, Chaotic Disco, Discord, yes. yeah, not for me. <laughs> uh, Citizen Fish, who are, who are Scar, I think. Yeah, that's the guy oh, yeah, from Subhumans. That's Dicky, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Ignorant does Crass, which... I can see that being um, a big girl. It's not yeah. Crass, is it? No, Sam? it's not. I saw him doing some acoustic <laughs> stuff, too. Yeah, well, it's not my scene. Really. I, got, I, seen, I saw Crass back in the day, but... Oh, nice. I was not so, really that much is he it. playing with a full band? The new is he doing, is, he's not doing that acoustic thing at Rebellion. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, he's backing. He's backed by another sort of Anico type of band that um, oh, that's good. That's have good. kind of adopted themselves to being a new kind of crass band. But I, huh. I, I can't even remember what they're called really. I, I mean, crass are interesting and have a point, yeah. but um, they're tough to listen what, to, though, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not. And it's, it's, it's you don't. You, a little of it goes a long way, you know. So Reno Divorce were on uh, quite late. I mean, they're American, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're from Colorado. They're great. They're kind of like a social distortion, kind of a cow punky kind of thing almost. Yeah, and T.V. Smith was on. Who T.V. Smith is incredible. He's like, yeah. he does T.V. Smith acoustic, T.V. Smith and Friends, yeah. T.V. Smith and the Adverse, T.V. Smith stands on his head and plays <laughs> He's violin. That that man, T.V. Smith and the Bored Teenagers, yes. This man... He wants to uh, get, out get the most he can, ring his head at the festival, I think. Yeah. So uh, possibly every stage. I think he does a spin on every <laughs> stage with a different <laughs> bunch of people. He even did, they did last year, he did, um, 
they did tribute to the upstarts because Mansi died mm. at the upstart. Mm. And he did uh, Woman in Disguise. And he was pretty, pretty good. He came on and he did it. And I spoke to him after. I said, you did a great Woman in Disguise. I said, did you go up and practice with the upstarts? Because they're north and he's south. And he said, no, no. He said, I just listened to it over again in my, uh, in my house till I got the, the lyrics right. And he was bang on, to be honest. <laughs> he's just a bit serious. He always looks terrified when I go over and chat to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we interviewed him, he was uh, no. He, I mean, he, he was fine, but yeah, he wasn't super talkative, right? Um, no, no. So, when did the only ones play? Uh, the only ones played. Uh, was it Saturday? Sunday, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there wasn't any any big big okay, band. Saturday was the only one. Okay. Um, Saturday was. Screaming Dead, who I'm not familiar with. Oh, I like Screaming Dead a lot. They're gothy, though. They're gothy, very post-punky. Mm, never heard of Yeah. Um, New Model Army. Uh, okay, which, for the hippies. Good. <laughs> uh, the Only Ones. <laughs> who was that? Uh, the Only Ones were okay, on. Okay, the Only Ones, yep. And then you got... We saw the Only Ones. We saw the Only Ones. Well, we ones. saw the start and then left for a bit and then came back we for went, um, yeah, we, another girl, another planet. We planet. saw most of the Only Ones. Then we nipped out to see Wasted Youth and saw a couple of songs and then... Uh, we, did, we didn't really, we weren't our scene where they went no. to do. So we went back and saw the end of the only ones and we, wow, we sent we, it along to another girl. Wasted Youth? Man, well, I would love well, to hold on, hold on. Youth. That's a pretty bad Which Wasted Youth was it? There's, there's an English band called Wasted Youth and an American band. English. It was the English band. It was the English. Oh, oh it wasn't use. the Southern California. Oh, yeah. it wasn't LA. <laughs> okay. I thought it was the LA band. I'm like, oh, I love them. I had no idea they still played. Okay, forget it. Well, so yeah, so, so how did you how did your Friday end up? Did you enjoy Friday or did, was it was it? A yeah, we, we liked great. Friday. Yeah, I loved um, Dummy Toys and Eighteen Fevers. They were probably some of my favorites of the weekend. So I really enjoyed Friday. That was the Chinese hmm. and the and the South Korean band, South right? Korean, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get the you get the idea that uh, the guy who runs it tries to get a slight vibe going. Like one year he seemed to invite a lot of oi bands, mm-hmm. and he a lot of American bands this year the focus seemed to be on slightly a bit more grunge in the mix and slightly a bit more Korean Chinese they seem to go up the bill quite high yeah and um, so so I think he he tries to add a different slant every year which is quite good but he doesn't do it in a heavy manner Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't be like all bands took the festival over it would be there you go guys like I think is it Gilder or Guida play? Oh, played yeah, Judah, yeah, 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 from 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 Italy, yeah. Oh, Italy, yeah, I've seen them. They're good. And last year, Suede Razors played as well, which are an ace American band. Yep, the Bay they, Area. Um, skinheads that play like sort of ACDC rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, like Baba Boy rock and roll. Yeah, I actually think you like those. New, I think you like those guys. You know, I have some Suede Razor records. Yeah, yeah, I've heard them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. It's the guys from uh, the Harringtons. Some of the guys from the Harringtons. Harrington Saints, yeah. Harrington Saints, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, how did how did the um, South Korean and Chinese bands go down with the crowd? Apart from you, Imogen, did they go down good, or was it was it pretty full when they were playing? Because I've never, I've never heard of them. Eighteen Fevers and um, Dummy Toys were both on the introducing stuff. Oh, but okay. they were really popular, I would say. Yeah, they were pretty um, popular, yeah. And then Rum Kicks, who were the, the, um, another South Korean, they were on the Empress. Now, the thing with Rum Kicks is... Uh, we it sounds at, familiar, actually. Yeah, I would say they were kind of one of the most hyped bands of the festival. They were a bit hyped. Everyone was like, are you going to see Rum yeah, Kicks? Yeah, yeah. People had seen them. Because what, what's happening now as well is 
they're coming over the bands that come a distance and they're trying to arrange tours in the UK. Makes to sense, do yeah. Sure. So Run Kicks played in Birmingham uh, on the weekend before and some of my mates had seen them and said, yeah, yeah, they're okay, they're, they're a bit, they're a bit uh, novelty, I preferred 18 Fevers. I deliberately didn't go to this weekend because I wanted to be fresh for mm-hmm. what was going on. Today. <laughs> so Run Kicks played uh, the M. Press ballroom on Saturday morning. On Saturday morning. Yeah. To be honest, my thoughts were they have got two great catchy songs, but that they, they hadn't got the presence or they hadn't got the songs really for for the Empress, which is five six thousand people yeah. easy. That that I, I, I kind of got a bit bored with them once I'd heard the ones that were catchy. I think also they were so hyped up that our expectations were, were really I, high. Yeah, they were a bit hyped up, and I think they were a tad overwhelmed as well, hmm. and. By by the place, but the singer was so endearing. There was a, they were a three piece, and the singer said, "I, I dreaming of this. I dreaming of rebellion, playing rebellion." And uh, she burst into tears. She burst into point. tears at the end <laughs> and said it was so nice that she could do it, and she loved everybody. So it was so it was lovely and heartfelt. But yeah. I just felt the room was too big for them, really. But they're, they're they're a great band. They look great, and they have two or three. Great catchy numbers, but the word to me they hadn't matured enough and they were overhyped. Well, I think I, th- great, great. I think you've picked out one of their songs, uh, so we may as well play it now, right? You've picked out yeah, a really good yeah. song, yeah. So this is one of the good ones, I assume. This is one of the this good ones. Great, this yeah. is great. They have a couple of great ones, but they need to uh, just hone themselves a little bit more. Okay. Did you say they were Korean too? They are Korean, yeah. South Korean, South Korean. Okay, interesting. All right, so let's listen to this. This is uh, Rum Kicks with, uh, I think, Punk Rock is the name of the song, right? Yeah, Punk Rock. There you go.
That's probably the first South Korean uh, song we've played on the show in the two and a half thousand songs that we've played on the show, Tom. I, I would think so, yeah. As a matter of fact, if you asked me, if you put a gun to my head and said, tell me a South Korean band, I would be dead because I don't, I mean, other than, now I can remember the rum kicks. I don't think I'd even pronounce the other one they said, so... <laughs> The rum kicks it is. Yeah, That's not a bad name for a band. Yeah, no. Um, the other one was what, 18 something? What, what did you say the other one was? 18 Fevers. 18 Fevers. 18 Fevers. Huh. Okay. Said, Interesting. Okay, and you preferred them to rum kicks, right? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, they had a bit more to them. Perhaps not the songs either. If you wanted, like, um, quantity and. Um, aggression. Dummy toys were the ones for you because Imogen sat up against the bar. The whole, I was at the barrier. Whole bloody four. gig. Well, me and three mates just sat at the back, supping and feeling knackered. <laughs> oh, well, the, well, the kid, uh, the kid was on the bar soaking it all up. <laughs> so, what are you drinking, Chris? When you're there, are you drinking? Are you drinking bitter or are you a lager man? No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dark beer. Man, so it was Worthington's or, or stuff like that. And not, not, I'm not really a lager person. Yeah, me neither. So, so uh, how much a pint are you paying there? I think it wasn't so bad. Was it probably about four fifty or five? Well, that's not bad. Like. Yeah. Oh, that's just like normal, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it wasn't too bad at all. So, yeah, I mean, we paced ourselves. Sometimes we got there and we thought, hey, let's crack some beer at like as soon as the doors opened. <laughs> <laughs> I was other times we didn't, or if we, if we were particularly up for a band, like we wanted to get a bit. Uh, Merry for it. We just like have a good old quick booze. Chug before. A, bit, a quick chug so we could like be in a bit more um, haze <laughs> before yeah, we enjoyed that. somebody. And then we, you know, about nine, ten o'clock at night, sometimes we'd all, we'd all gather about nine or ten of us and have like a coffees and cake and beer in one of the cafes within Rebellion because there's, there's obviously food and drink within Rebellion. So we'd all have a catch up of what we've been doing. Hmm. We began a bit of a ritual to eat like. Uh, cakes at like 10 o'clock at night and then we'd all clear off to the next one or some of us would go together sort of do a bit of like bonding we had a crowd a bit of a crew going on no, it sounds crazy. crazy it sounds actually really fun Tom I have to say oh it's so, so it friendly Neil. it's so friendly because you chat in the in the mornings when you all eat breakfast and then we meet so many mates and mm-hmm. like everybody introduces each other to everybody or you go out on the beach and there's people you know and it's just ice and I mean what happens is if you People come on their own uh, from from all over the world, and they, they there's a rebellion group that you can join on Facebook, and basically they'll say, "Hey, a young woman coming for the first time around, is there anyone I can hook up with?" And other young women or young women and their partners, everybody says, "Yeah, you know, I'm around if you want me, I'll be here." And it's just so friendly. That's you know, cool. You know, there's a couple from France who come every year, Betty and Ed Riot, and they come over. They must be late sixties and. Loads of people know them and say, hi, how are you doing? I mean, it's really, it's really just so friendly. Yeah. That's it's funny, Neil, because I was saying the same thing about that festival I was just at, right? But that's only a couple hundred people. Mm-hmm. This is thousands of people. Yeah. Thousands and everyone says hi and the stallholders are really friendly and the bands just will talk to you. We went up and spoke to the, the drowns yeah, guys. The thing, I, the thing I find really cool is like a lot of the bigger or more headline bands you'll still just find them walking around the festival, checking out other bands. There's no like, exclusivity there, you know, so you can just go up and say hi. Like, the way, punk, like the way punk's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 There's an arts and craft area upstairs, which sells like a 
painting, just funky and paintings stuff. and yeah. stuff and has a few like Amnesty International and Sophie L- Lancaster Foundation up there and we spoke to Alvin Gibbs we had a chat with him Charlie Harper we yeah. spoke to Charlie Harper before gay advert we've met yeah. we, uh, well not, not in a sort of fanboy fan oh sure yeah that. no that's great yeah the way it's supposed to be yeah they just talk to you and go yeah hi you know yeah and so what is what is gay ever doing there who gay ever she doesn't play gay music ever, anymore, right? because, because she uh she used to have um they've stopped in there they've turned it into arts and crafts but they used to have a punk art section where um she took she was an artist so she'd paint pictures of stuff as oh. just charlie harper and she'd have like a, an area, and it was all guys' paintings. Some things were um, punk imagery and other stuff. And Charlie Harper paints a lot of cats. <laughs> and uh, basically, you can buy a Charlie picture if you want to, and he's there oh. talking to you. And when, when we first went up one year, and Imogen was quite young, Charlie Harper was there at the sub store. And we went up, and he said, um, he was talking about playing or something. And I said, Oh, I'll play the bass. And Charlie said, Yeah, I'll play guitar. And he said to Imogen, how, do you do you play anything? And, and bearing in mind, he must have been about ooh, early seventies. And then. I was like and fifteen. And she was fifteen. She said, "Well, when I was younger, I did play a little bit of guitar." <laughs> and he was like, oh, "When you were younger." <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're all really approachable. Like, yeah, it's cool. So did I? Did I see that? Like, I don't know if it's downstairs or whatever. But were they selling like all the t-shirts and stuff? Is there a place selling vinyl too? Did I see there's like a record store yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. They sell. There's there's loads of record stores there, hmm. and there's loads of t-shirt stores. There was a. There's just been another thing like Dr. Martin's had a store one year, and there was also a punk barber. I think it was. Yeah, and tattoos one year. Tattoos one year. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So I, bought, I bought some good swag. I bought. Uh, shall I tell you what what vinyl and CDs? I've yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah. Um, Jojo and the Teeth album, and they gave me a free EP. I bought the Desperate Measures um, CD. I bought uh, Pure Hell's single. These boots are made for walking. Was that a repress or an original? Uh, I'm not sure. To most things, probably a repress. To yeah, like so it. pure hell, like the Black Philadelphia band. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Just okay. like a classic. I bought a Distillers DVD and the Damn DVD about Don't You Wish That We Were Dead about when they split up. Uh, Imogen bought me the Drowns first album because I've got everything else by the singles. Mm-hmm. I don't have that first album. That that's the from the bottom one, right? Yeah, view from the bottom. They also gave me a. You're like this, Tom. I think you're like collecting them at Flexi Discs. <laughs> <laughs> I have that. I ordered some stuff from Pirates and I actually got one of those, but I promised it to our pal Dr. Disc. He was looking for one, so. Okay. I bought the Blitz album, which I've wanted for young, so I've got it on CD. What, the first one? Or? Voice of a Generation. Oh, Voice of a Generation, I, yeah, of course, yeah. It's just superb. Yep. Also, I bought the, uh, the Business Suburban Rebels album, which I was a bit late to the party with. Um, with with the business because back in the day it was probably too dangerous to go to their gigs but <laughs> it was rough yeah yeah it was rough yeah. so um yeah but i mean um i actually heard a band in the pavilion covering the real enemy which is on the first album yep. but yeah classic and there's a couple of, yeah classic and also there's a couple of record shops up the road up just as you come out of one of the exits in church street and Called, one's called Records and Relics, and they have really stocked up on their punk. They didn't have much 
last year, but this year we had about four racks of albums and about three racks of singles, so that was worth a visit. And we bought a couple of T-shirts, bought a Stitches T-shirt, a couple of Tits T-shirts. Yeah, I bought an Adam and the Ants T-shirt. An Adam and the Ants T-shirt, uh, a few things that we don't usually go back. I couldn't stop myself this year in albums and stuff. Yeah, if, I'm you, just trying to, yeah, if you're going to be there, it. you may as well, right? Yeah, well, yeah. That's the nice thing about driving. You can just throw them in your car and take them home. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Jim Carrey, these two American guys got me really into buying vinyl again. I don't know who the what names are. But... <laughs> ah, yeah, dude, tell me about <laughs> yeah, it. Guilty. Well, it was the COVID, it was, I think it was the COVID thing, too. Yeah. Because it was like the only thing that was sort of normal is you could still buy records. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so a band like The Drowns, you said they went on it. Uh, I think said like five o'clock, right? And they were on the Empress or whatever. So how uh, how many how long do they play? And how many people do you think were there to see them? Um, how long did they play? Forty five. Yeah, about forty five. Oh, that's not bad. And that that was quarter past five, I think. Yeah, they pulled what two or a thousand. Wow. Reckon? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's, uh, people know what they want and they they go for it because they've they've paid their ticket money and. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what time of day. If you're good, people will turn out for you. They're such a good live band, don't they? He really, he brings the crowd in all the time. Rev is a great oh, front man. They played a place called Stafford, which is near us, and my band supported them. And that, 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 obviously, that was I don't know, hundred people there, whatever. But you could tell since then that they they've matured even more. They they kind of went to the back as a group, and they all did the sort of yeah. <laughs> not by the drums. and then they, they literally attacked yeah. the audience yeah. and they were they were on fire you know they, they, they didn't stop for a minute and you could tell uh, the, the bass player is it, is it Andy the bass player yeah yeah yeah. he was like he was, he was so great, on fire yeah. uh, I don't know if he wore it at the rebellion but I saw he was wearing his punk die die t-shirt too yeah so he was just yeah yeah, for us. he was giving death stares to the audience, and he was really going for it. It was a, it was ice. It was a, a show as well as a, a performance, you know, which is what you want. Yeah, and sure. They, 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 I would say they were my, my top rated one, closely followed by um, Eater and uh, the last day, so Stitch, the Stitches. Wow, that's yeah. that's awesome! Wow, yeah. yeah. So what? So you took it almost this year <laughs> for me, anyway, personally. Oh, that's great. So we're at, what are we at Saturday? Yeah, we're, we're Saturday, Saturday, I guess. Yeah, what time? What time did you get in there? What time did you roll in there on Saturday? So basically, we got later and later to bed. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every day you have all these plans to see so many bands, and then the next, the then eventually you're like, well, we'll skip that one, and we'll go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way those festivals are. Yeah, it wasn't so many for us that rang our bell. Was no, we did struggle a tad. We saw um, uh, basically we saw a. A band called Charred Hearts who've been around for ages. They're like um, I, I, I always associate '77 with a bit more buzzsaw and fast, but then you get to about '78, '79. It's had slowed down a bit, and slightly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, I always think '78, '79 was was the sort of pitch the Charred Hearts at. A bit more melody in it, and a bit less teenage angst. Almost more power poppy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we saw, we had a little look at. Los Fastidios, which were Italian, mm-hmm. which were okay, weren't they? Yeah. We had to look at Die Totenhosen, the German band. <laughs> yeah, they're still going, huh? Uh, 
They've been around, yeah, yeah so they've been around forever, right? Eh? Okay. They um, were like such a stadium band, though. Like they knew exactly. Apparently, the German guy on our table said they just play stadiums in Germany, and we're like, well, blimey, okay, cool. But we thought, because they're so well known, we checked them out. We thought they were okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty right. We saw the Generators or Believer American. The Generators, oh, are, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a good band. Beer, good band, yeah. California, yep. Did I thought they were up for it, but I, 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 my my friend, the singer of our band, said, I don't think they've got many hooks. I don't think we're going to remember this afterwards. But and I do not remember it, to be honest. No, so. but they gave it their all, and they were up, 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 all in a line attacking. But Yeah, they were good, they were good, but uh, hmm. not one of my faves. And there was a all-girl band called Bad Skin from Canada, who hmm. we saw on the introducing stage, who were a little bit grungy. Did some crazy punk version of some pop song. I can't remember what it was. It was oh, some some crazy pop number anyway. They were called, they were they, called Bad Skin. Bad Skin. Yeah, it's one of the worst mm-hmm. names I, I've ever that heard. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar to me. I think I've seen some stuff from them popping around. I think they did Barbie Girl by Aqua. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> that's a punk song, and they invited Rum Kicks on stage with them, which was lovely to see. Like. Ca- Ca- Canadian girls bonding with South Korean girls. Did she cry was... again? I think she did a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, yeah. Overwhelmed. Yeah. So you so you said the only ones played Saturday, so will they see, every time I've seen pictures of Peter Paris, he looks like he's, well, he's always looked like he's close to death, but he looks he looks like he weighs <sighs> about 50 pounds. Um, were they good, or did he manage to hold it together, or not? Or not? Yeah, they were very professional, weren't yeah, they? Musically yeah. very competent, obviously playing for so many years. But I did feel they were a little bit, um, I described them to you as uh, a young girl in a bed suffering from teenage angst would enjoy listening to them, you know. <laughs> now, but, was um, that emo? They're too emo? No, just just a bit, mainly a bit sort of, I hate to say, dated possibly. Well, we, we were only once found back in the day. Not really. Okay, no. yeah. I mean, they, they were like a bit Marmite, right? They were an acquired taste. You either hated them or you loved them. And uh, I love, I loved them, but, you know, I, I could see, especially at a punk festival, because a lot of their songs weren't particularly punky at all. They were almost more rock and roll, like early 70s, and they were punky, but, you know. I, did, I think I suffered from a lack of, 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 of knowledge of their stuff, you know. Sometimes you go, we often speak when we go to gigs and Imogen will say, Oh, I, I, I don't quite get these. And I'll say, because you don't know, that you don't know any, any songs. You've got to latch on to a couple of songs or at least do a quick run through the album. It's not, I like to have a surprise. I don't watch stuff beforehand on YouTube because I think it's just a crazy But I wanted the surprise of when I was in my 20s when I went and it was a complete reveal. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you do need to have a bit of a handle on uh, some of the songs because you can't get into a band unless they blow you away. Immediately, like I saw the drowns, you guys told me all about them, and suddenly I clicked it and I thought, I get what these guys say, these are fab. Mm-hmm. So, but you have to have a little bit of appreciation or understand where they're coming from rather than going in cold. And I think I went in a bit cold with the only ones, to be fair. So, they probably were fab, they were good, but not my faves. I think it's one of those things that you might never get a chance to see them again as well. That's what I thought, really. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't on the never, never, probably will see them again list, I think. Yeah. So who was your, um, who were like some of the big bands on Saturday? Uh, Saturday was um, New Model Army, Doi Totenhausen, Toxic Reasons. Oh, good old Toxic Ooh. Reasons. Fantastic. Yeah, I love them. 
Ohio. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the Meteors. You know those, Fucking love you? the Meteors. Oh, yeah. So, oh, okay. So tell me about them. Which stage do they play at? They played in the Casbah, which is an, another huge one. How's he stairs? And oh, so they're that popular over there. Here they play tiny little, tiny little clubs, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So um, did you stop in and see them at all or not? No, we didn't. No, I'm not really a rockabilly person either. Okay. Really. Yeah, I'd just be wondering how the uh, are the old crazies who used to dance like crazy to those guys. How I wonder if yeah. they, I wonder if they were still around or not, or if they've all <laughs> passed on. Oh yeah, I saw a few rockabillies around. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't really noticed that before. Um, there was uh, obviously you get skinheads as well. If there's oi bands or skins who just like punk. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was a few rockabillies when they're kicking around. Yeah. Because um, um, I always say to him, that's what a real rockabilly looks like. Mm-hmm. Or, or we, we spot good gear like around him, and I say, that's an original boy top, or that's an original sex top, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, we look for good gear as well. And uh, so, yeah, um, who else was on on Saturday? Zounds were on. So, how were they? Yeah. Were, oh, you said they were good, right? You said you liked them a lot. What we did, yeah. I, I was never into them much back in the day, but we just thought, oh, we'll go to the Opera House and have a check them out. And they were great, weren't they? Yeah, they were The songs yeah. are so good. As you know, you guys probably know how good the songs are. And Yeah, they were, I would say they were a surprise hit of the week, of the four yeah, days. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, we've both been playing them a lot since we come yeah. back, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, so, mm. uh, yeah, excellent, really excellent and and. So clear, and the singer was really good. He was saying stuff like, "We can't remember this, but I'm sure you will." Sort of punky, um, pretending to be, uh, you know, not knowing what he was doing when he really did, and <laughs> stuff like. That. But I mean, it was great. It's dead in, dead in entertaining. They got some really winning songs. So we loved it. So, well, talking about sounds, then we may as well uh, we must well play. Uh, you've you've picked out a song by them, so we may as well play it. Right, perfect time. Sure. Uh, yeah. uh, which song did you pick? Can't Cheat Karma. Okay, so we will listen to that right now. This is Sounds with Can't Beat, Can't Cheat Karma. One, two, three, go. I've got an ego. It won't let me go. What am I gonna do? A, B, C, D, paranoia's killing me. I'm dying on me aching feet. What a way to go. Roll up, roll up. People always stroll up. So why don't you grow up? No, thank you. Big cats, small cats, some cats are fat cats. Those cats are bad cats. What are we gonna do? in the world today There's an awful lot of trouble on the streets these days And it doesn't seem to matter what you do or say If a change is gonna happen, gotta help it on its way A change's gotta come before too long, I know The peace has gotta come and I could be wrong, I know But I just
done before too long, I know Peace has got to come and I could be wrong, I know But I just don't know what I can do now, the thing about Zounds is their songs were always a bit longer as well, weren't they? Longer and a bit more... Uh... Yeah, she's a long song. Yeah. So, um, anything anything else? Any other hi- highlights to uh, to Saturday? Imogen, how about you? What, what, what bands did you like on Saturday? Um, what would, I feel like Saturday was kind of, as you said, our, our weakest day, if you want to call it that. Um, but, yeah, I really also enjoyed Zounds a lot. Um, the Only Ones was cool. We also saw the Women in Media conference on Saturday, which was really nice. Who was, who um, was, who was talking there? Uh, we missed the very first five minutes, so we didn't see anyone introduce themselves. No. Which was so annoying. Um, there were all journos, and I think one of them. There was a drummer, a journalist, a writer, a singer, I think. Um, but I think I was very much the target audience. They were kind of talking about what they tell their younger selves. And the message was very much like, don't wait for authority you know, go for it. Don't wait for any man to tell you what to do, which I was loving those messages. <laughs> yeah. Except for your dad. Always let your dad tell you what to do. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> um, so at some point, did you like go out on the beach and stuff like that too? Like how was the beach <laughs> there? I, I don't even remember what the beach is like. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, we, we always go onto the pier and uh, have a sit around on the pier, don't we? Yeah. And, and uh, and then we uh, we went on the beach and wrote our names in the and the band name in, in the sand. We had to write write it. We looked for the donkeys, but they weren't there. We had fish and chips as well, which you also just have to. Yeah, do. fish and chips from uh, Harry Ramsden's, which is just on the corner as you come out one of the exits. Oh, cool! And it's brilliant. They it's do really a, nice. They do a takeaway one, and 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 it's just ice. It's like mushy peas, chips, cod, whole shebang. So we just gorged ourselves on it because we were all hungry weren't we yeah. oh, you're so making, making me hungry <laughs> yeah there's some cool places we found another cool place which is called Abingdon Street Market and it's basically like an old where, where they would have like uh, old stalls of for say the butchers and somebody who sells like knitwear yeah, yeah. and they they got rid of it all put two really great bars down the side yeah. and it was all long benches and you could have about six different cuisines and just as we went in there there was like a and now he can band, and I thought they were taking stuff down, but they were actually putting their stuff up, and then they introduced themselves as, I can't remember what they're called, and smashed their way through a Veruca's number while everybody ate their uh, pizzas <laughs> and curry. <laughs> and the play did about 100 miles an hour. It was yeah. protest and survived by the Veruca's, and it was just like, four Mohicans, oh, what a treat. Luckily, all, all the customers within the market were all punks, so it, nobody minded. I think some of the like people serving up the the um, traders looked the shocked. traders looked a bit <laughs> astonished. <laughs> but it was it was good fun, wasn't yeah, it? it was cool. Yeah, it's good. Now Blackpool is known, Tom, uh, for the Blackpool illuminations, i.e., all the the lights and stuff, the light show along the seafront. Is, is are they still <laughs> doing that, or did they stop doing that? It's later in the year. It's, but they do it still, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they still do it. Yeah, they put lights the whole length. It's 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 called the Golden Mile or something. Yeah. yeah. Coaches and cars. And uh, they also have like, um, they, they had them up there now. Cinderella coaches made all of glass that are pink and yellow uh, and, and clear. And, and <sighs> the plumes pulled Cinderella coaches along the front. Oh, wow. It's all very Up and down with like... Uh, 
little 12 year old princesses all dressed up with the mom and dad in there but keep going let her away from them <laughs> well, it's funny you know everybody's like yeah don't bring your wife to blackpool don't bring your wife to blackpool you might as well bring her to freaking pittsburgh or something but maybe i'm wrong yeah sounds sounds like it's a good time yeah hot donuts candy floss hot donuts arcade machines where you put your pennies in uh also what is it uh god there's, there's tons of things just the whole british seaside experience. yeah the british seaside there's like um joke shops and stuff like that where you can buy like uh, silly things and then take photographs of yourself in your uh, b&b to amuse yourself like we did <laughs> i mean you know she loves the seaside here in the good old us of a you know? yeah she might Maybe love she it actually it yeah no she might love Maybe. it it sounds like yeah it's a beach, to be honest. It's pretty, pretty cool. Like even the, you don't really go central or, or south because there's enough north. There's, there's a pier for each each area, so that you got your own pier within like um, walking distance on the end. The beach there's enough beach, like half a mile's worth for you to go up and down. So what's on, so what's on the pier? It's like a ghost train or something on the pier or anything like that? No, nah, nah, there's like um. There's like a, an arcade, yeah. an ice cream machine. We usually go in these like some, these tea rooms, don't we? And um, more cake. Yeah, more cake. Or <laughs> we buy like um, decorations made from seashells and yeah. sticks of rock. Yeah, pikey, rock. pikey stuff. Yeah, yeah, sticks of. Oh, yeah. sounds 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 really central. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, stock up on fridge magnets. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be done. yeah. <laughs> Kiss me quick, hat. <laughs> that's it kiss me quick so we've got bags full of albums and like sticks of rock mm-hmm. if you know tom so, tom would have so, no no tom would have no idea what a stick of rock is try, try and describe it to him it's a long stick of sugar with words running through it such as blackpool or kiss me quick or, or something obscene something obscene yes yeah, shaped sometimes as obscene things and colored colored with pink or on the outside yeah, yeah. To tell you the truth, the Avengers played a couple of years ago, and I saw Penelope buying rock and postcards from one of the shops. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing about it, Tom, if you've got bad teeth, it'll just break your teeth off because it's, yeah. it's yeah. hard as hell. Well, luckily, only like 80% of English people have bad teeth. so it doesn't like <laughs> And that, maybe that's why. Maybe it's the rock that does it. Maybe. Mm. All right. So... Um, that was. I think we're to Sunday, Neil. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, unless you got anything else to say about Saturday, uh, we're we're on to Sunday. Uh, no, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday was a good day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. We started off with um, Blue Carpet Band. Yeah. Who we've seen a lot of times now, but yeah. Blue Carpet Band. I mean, that sounds like a band that should play for old people in a bowling alley or something. That is not a good name for a band. You know, <laughs> it's not a good, it's not a good name, it but it kind of does. I don't, I don't know. How to explain them is my friends mentioned them as uh, said they were like Elvis fronting the Stooges. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, and their ice and the guy, the singer's a top lad. Isn't Amazing, yeah, yeah he's, and he's really brilliant. great. He yeah. throws himself into it. So we saw those first, which was a great start to the day. Uh, then we saw who else did we see? We saw um, Coffin Vickers. Oh, well, we saw the Coffin Vickers because we thought. They, they were on the introducing stage, and we thought, let's check out some more young bands. And they were pretty good. The the, the girl and the, the guy were, like, throwing themselves into fits. Yeah, you could just tell they were having the time they of their lives. They were, into it big style. He was, like, sort of Ian Curtis vibes, like, well into it, and she was just bouncing up and down on the keyboard. So for, she enthused doesn't deserve the badge you know they were just ice no and no, obviously are they a rocket because they sound from the name of the band they sound like they should be a rockabilly band no no they were sort of like a sort of mix of grunge punk sort of 
thing. But yeah, they, they, they were really up and at it. So mm-hmm. we thought, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Hmm. Uh, who else did we see? Hi-Fi Spitfires, who are worth checking out. They are, um, basically, it's the Subs guitarist, Steve Strathallen. It was his band before he joined the Subs. So because the Subs are winding down slightly, he's brought the Spitfires back up again. And they did the Empress, and I really like them. They're very um, 78, 79, but they do it with style, and, and, and they're pretty good. So, yeah. The Hi-Fi uh, Spitfires, saw... I'll have to look out for that. That's a great name. I like that. This is a great name, Yeah, it, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we saw uh, Stitches was Sunday. Um, Bob Villain was Sunday. Now, I saw Bob Villain at, oh, God, Wolverhampton, supporting Generation Sex. And I, I was interested. I don't quite know where the guy's coming from. It's very mixed amongst my friends. Some guys... Um, really um really rate them and some say oh it's just a passing trend or he's he's sitting on punk until he can yep i'm with them i'm with them i mean they're from uh i think they're (laughs) see they make out the thing that annoyed me about bob villain the most they make out like they're these streetwise you know uh gangsters or whatever and they come from like the fucking home counties and his name is like tarquill or something i I don't (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's uh, it's something it's something like that. It's because he used to be a poet before he decided to do this. So they're clear, and I agree that it's clearly just a passing thing, so he can make some money and get laid. Um, that's that's my <laughs> opinion anyway. But uh, well, they, they filled the Empress, and I I was interested to see what Imogen thought of them yeah. because they're new and because they're. I mean, well, basically, it's aggressive hip hop. Well, yeah, know, kind sort of. of done in an aggressive manner and he, he, he kind of says stuff like he says stuff like um he says very provocative you, things all the punks are all leaning to the right was one of the things he said and then he said he slagged off elvis presley which i i, I mean back in the day it was all the ted's punk thing but i did i had a conversation with imogen and this young punk as we were coming out and i said elvis presley was the king of rock and roll and without the king of rock and roll you wouldn't get Rock and roll, so therefore you wouldn't have got Clash of the Pistols. Right, 100%. Oh, yep. Or Bob Villain either, to be honest. Yep. Would you? So uh, I think sometimes it's shot value, but um, oh, I mean, the guy's got his thing going and good luck to him, but it was very mixed. I mean, I said to my, my mates, are you coming? And both of them cleared off somewhere else, mm. didn't they? <laughs> and me and you who went, because I wanted to see what you, what Imogen thought of them. Yeah. What did you think of Um. I went in completely blind on purpose because you were kind of saying there were really something to see. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was as a set. I don't think I'd ever listen to Bob Villain just on a casual day. Um, I'll probably never see them again, but I'm glad to have seen them. I thought it was pretty cool. It's something different, you know. It's edgy and it reminds you of... They start conversations, I like Yeah, that. they start conversations. And he's edgy. He says confrontational things. I mean, we the pistol said, God save the Queen. So he, he just... He, he slagged off the police and he slagged off royalty, Elvis. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, it's, but is that is that really edgy at this point? Isn't that's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel? It was. It was meant. It yeah. was said in a very edgy, edgy manner. There's like it's oh. a, it's very much a take no prisoners approach. It's like I, I'm saying this, and if you don't like yeah. it, then screw you. Isn't it, it's, is, if you don't like it, then I'm going to have to rely on my parents' trust fund instead of making a living playing music. <laughs> yeah, is okay. So here it is. It's not. It's not Talkwell. His real name is Pascal Robinson Foster, and he's from Suffolk. Oh, 
So that's so disappointing, Pascal. Yeah. So so yeah, he, he isn't from uh, he isn't from from Notting Notting Hill or something. He isn't from fucking you know some part well, of London. Uh, and it's funny, you know, it's funny you describe it that way because I saw a band last weekend too, where I'm like. You know, I thought it was kind of a good live show, but I never see, like, playing it in my living room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you'll see a band, oh, it's entertaining, but I don't really see myself listening to it at home. So, I get that. Mm-hmm. All right, so who, who else Who else on Sunday was good? Uh, we saw um, the Durellas, which are a London band. Very rock and rolly. Um, <laughs> good, good at what they do, so... Uh, we we enjoyed that. Yeah, that we, yeah. Yeah. Um, the wasps. The wasps. Now that this was I must see because of who they were. So most of our gang went to the wasps, yeah. didn't I? And we watched them. The only problem was that the singer must be touching seventy. <laughs> and what he kept doing was he put his water on the drum stand and then he would sing a song and then slowly walk over to the drum stand. Have a sip of water and slowly walk back to the mic. So any atmosphere he created, he had then destroyed. <laughs> but the, the songs held up very well. No, the, the funny thing good. is, the funny thing is, Tom, their their favorite, their famous song from back in the day, because they were seventy seven band, right? So their fa- their the biggest song was called "Can't Wait Till 78. But now, nah, but now he could he might be seventy eight years old. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he might be talking about his age now. <laughs> you, would, you would have been proud of me because all our, our guys were sitting on the front row or standing up in the opera house, and I did a super mad pogo on my own. Didn't I? Just can't wait. So, uh, the whole of just can't wait to seventy eight. We'd lots of arm waving and shouting because oh, I just good for you. I remember it's on that compilation album. Where he speaks at the beginning, yeah, live at the vortex, I believe, yeah, 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 and it was just ace. So it just kicked me into gear. I was like, I was like sixteen again. I didn't give a shit. So is the rest of the band you think original, or is it like a bunch of young guys and him? No, it's a mixture of young guys. I think our singer was telling me who they were, but I was I wasn't listening. But um, yeah, they, they seemed fairly competent. Like the bass player was a pretty cool guy. When he was yeah. tank top and his leopard skin shirt, yeah, on, and he was pogoing, he was into it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was good fun. And like I say, I can say I've seen the wasps now. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there was a bit of a funny ending to the evening. The Steel Pulse came on. Oh, reggae band, Tom. Ooh, not for me. Not I'm for not me. really. I'm a rocker, not a reggae boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I never understood the second music is reggae. I, I've tried my best to get into it, but I can't. So we watched about quarter of steel pulse. Yeah, I think enough to get to get the yeah. vibe. And you then know? we cleared off sure. somewhere else for a, a while, and then we went and finished off at the Dickies, but it was the Casbah, the other huge room, and it was mm. pretty full. Yeah, we were way at the back. So, so. We, we only watched them for about 10, 15 minutes, and then we called it a day. But I really wanted to end on a high punk note. But because you, if you don't get in down the front at the Casbah early, because it's big, you're a bit stuffed. You can do better in the Empress. You can get around a bit better. Yeah. Plus, there's a huge balcony all the way around. Oh, yeah, Cas- cool. Casbah is more of a sort of flat-roofed, Car park area, yeah. so you can't get past people without um, possibly upsetting them. Or whatever. So, so we called, we called did, it a day. Did you enjoy the Dickies? Because man, we saw them last year and they were still pretty great, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think they're pretty good. I mean, I, I love. Oh, you know, I saw them in '78 supporting uh, the Jap. Oh, the nice! You went to that tour. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my buddies went to see and that. Yeah. They were, they were nice. I mean, well, I've seen them at Rebellion before a few times, and they they are a great band, and they they yeah, put on a great show. 
they're getting a little little long in the tooth. I, uh, but you, well, you, you know, wouldn't I know. You wouldn't know. I mean, his voice is still fantastic. His yeah, voice is still he, like it was. He looks pretty. He looked pretty old. You know, but they're re- they're retiring, of course. Uh, you know, Devo's retiring. It's amazing how many bands are saying this is it. We're doing our last subs. Dickies, Devo, like those are the three big ones. Yeah, Scanning back. They're not. They're not, They're going to do. Um, Gig still. Well, Cockney Rejects are down for next year's Rebellion, but they're not going to tour, I don't think, so so extensively. I think COVID kind of brought them to a stop and they never started again, kind of thing, or they had time to think. Yeah, well. Or they had time for Social Security to kick in or whatever the English equivalent of that is. Yeah, maybe he's decided he needs to make some more money before he, before he does retire. There you yeah, go. Smith grabs it all. Yeah, there you go. Um, I tell you what. Let's. Okay, so you mentioned Blue Carpet Band before. I know you've picked yeah. you've picked up one of their songs. So let's. Yeah. Uh, so let's play that. Uh, I think this song's called Rock and Roll Carpet, which is a bit odd. Yeah. But uh, tell tell us, so, tell us so something in, else about them. In the U.S., like we have a saying called "Roll out the red carpet," right? It means treat someone like royalty. What does Blue Carpet have some meaning? Am I missing something? He did tell us the story, didn't he? The thing about yeah, that. something about where they practiced or, or something. Oh, 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 I guess it's very—it's like an inside joke. Nothing yeah, better for a band name than an inside joke. But the guy, the guy—I mean, I don't know his influences, but he's a—he's a real rock and roller, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. During COVID, I mean, the fifties rock and roll—that's what he is. He's also yeah. sort of half a punk, but he looks like. And he's very young. He's twenty something. Twenty something, yeah. yeah. He's from South Africa, isn't he? Like Huh. And, yeah, and he sounds and basically, I mean, he's had a couple of lineups. So basically, Jamal is the singer. He he basically is Blue Carpet Band, really, but he has no trouble recruiting new members. He must have had two or three lineups, and huh. and and so he he make he makes it on his yeah. own. He's just fantastic as a front man. He's really really great. I'd recommend anybody go and see them. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's listen to them. Uh, Blue Carpet Band with Rock and Roll Carpet. <laughs>
that was the strangely named Blue Carpet Band with a rock and roll carpet, which is maybe the least rock and roll uh, song name I've ever, I've ever heard in my life. But what can you do? What can you do? So um, well, people could people could judge for themselves, Neil. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so uh, so the Dickies thing that was uh, that was your last band of the night, or did you go and see anybody else after that? No, we finished off with the Dickies. Like I say, I would have liked to go out on a, a bit of a. A punk rock high so that's why we went to the dickies to try and get some last minute shreds of punk rock because mm-hmm. i mean i want to finish off no disrespect to steel pulse but it's, it's not really my thing yeah. so but, but yeah we were done enough i mean four days yeah you know we, we, we didn't our punk medals we, we saw about 28 bands plus passed through about another eight so we did all right I mean, it's not much out to 300. No, but you can't do anywhere near 300, obviously. No, no that's a, it's actually sort of insane that they yeah. even booked that many. But the choice is ace, and like I say, you can you can get the Clash Finder off the Rebellion site or by just searching, and, and you'll find every overlap. So you just you just try and choose wisely. I mean, just when, when we're looking through, about usually in a day, we can find three or four must-sees. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And we just make it up with, like, um, introducings that we like the look of. Or we, we, our big thing is the must-sees and the introducings is because yeah. we want to support the the scene. The scene must. Yeah, the new bands. Yeah, it needs Got new bands. Yeah, absolutely. Or else we, we're going. It's going to die in you know. Or the essence and the original sound will go. I know it will change and morph. But but it's got to keep going, really. I met a. I was going up the stairs, and I got a military hat on, and this Mohican said to me, "Mate, your hat's cool." I said, "Not as cool as your Mohican." And he said, "How old are you?" And I said, oh, "I'm 61." And he, he said, "I said, how old are you?" And he said, "I'm 30." And I said, "You're the future, man." <laughs> I said, "You need to look after it." And we gave each other a brotherly hug, and we saw each other around the festival. We were like all thumbs up. Are you looking at these young punks going, man, these are my potential uh, son-in-law? I mean, are you picking, are you like helping, <laughs> helping a young image to like pick out a nice punk rocker? You know, some grandchildren? We were watching Joe Joe and the Teeth and the guitarist, he was like, he got a mop of blonde hair, makeup, eye makeup on, a lipstick, a bit New York dolsy, and he held his guitar up by his neck and he gave affected sort of camp looks. And I said to our singer, a future son in law there for me. She didn't deny it. Oh, I didn't deny it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't mind some cap geezer with makeup on and lots of flowing blonde hair, you know. I was there once myself, you know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right, so how, how would you sum it up then? So, give us your uh, top five bands of the, uh, both of you, give us your top five bands of the, of the, of the festival. Mine would be Drowns, Stitches, Eater, Jojo on the teeth, um, and maybe uh, the wasps. That's a nice mix of old and new uh, American and English. Yeah. That's, that's a great mix right there. Yeah. Imogen, how about you? Um, I think mine would be 18 Fevers, Dummy Toys, The Stitches, The Drowns, and maybe Zounds as well. Oh, Zounds. Yeah. 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 that's awesome that's an awesome list from both of you as well isn't it yeah and you said you already got your tickets for next year yeah well i haven't got the tickets but we booked the b&b because in oh, the oh past, you got the oh you got i'm sorry yeah you got the b&b we've okay. re-booked the b&b because in the past you know we've we kind of um way uh, too long yeah so just i, I, I rang up a couple of months afterwards for one we liked the year before and he said sorry i'm completely full so well and if you wait too long you probably got to walk further right like you want to get close i assume you have to get 
something right away. But it just yeah. sounds like a flash. You, your accommodation is as important as getting your tickets because you, you don't want to end up with nowhere to stay. Homeless. Yeah. Homeless, yeah. So if you want to go, get in there quick. I mean, you could just do, like I say, uh, previously I've only ever done Saturday, Sunday. Last year we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this year was our first four days. But some of our mates do a whole week and cop some of the fringe as well. But, yeah, I mean, if you just want to taste, depends how far you're coming, really. But I would stay in Blackpool or you won't get the vibe. Yeah. Because the vibe is not just about the bands. It's about the whole vibe of bonding. You'll go into the pub and punk guys and ladies will talk to you. You'll go you'll go into on cafes beach, on anywhere, the beach. Everywhere. Everyone talks to everyone. And if no one talks to you, talk to them. Yeah. Just yeah. have a chat and say... Uh, where you're from, who you're into, who you're going to see tomorrow, who have you seen already, and you're off, and it's just brilliant. Well, mm. that's, that sounds great. So, Well, I'll tell you, we've, we've, we've been, Neil and I have been kicking it around for a couple of years, and I, I think one year it will happen. You know, we've we've managed to collect a pretty good amount of English friends over the course of this podcast, and it would be amazing if we could all get together and have a pint. And yeah, it, I'll be glad. I, I just have to figure out a way to navigate it, because I haven't been there at all yet, so I really need to do it in like the context of a bigger... A bigger England vacation. trip? A bigger England trip? Yeah, yeah, so I need to figure out how to manage. Like, if Scott and I come, we need to figure out how to manage the wives. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Blackpool, it sounds like they might have a nice time on the beach and just doing English yeah, English holiday one, things. Maybe one day, pal. Sounds like it depends on, one day of It depends on the Blackpool. weather, too. That's another thing. You can never depend on the English weather. It could be pissing Well, the thing is, too, they could, they could jump a bus or whatever and go to... Uh, I don't know, Liverpool or whatever, or Manchester, you know, you could get all over. It's, you know, it's not that big of a country, but I want to see all those things too, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just kind of a trick. Well, so have, have they already, they, they, you already know the dates for next year? Yeah. Yeah. They already, if you go on their site, there's about probably eight to 10 bands. have already confirmed. Oh, wow. and oh is that right? Jesus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but they're like, goodbye. There you go. This is next year. And already four days tickets are on sale. On special offer, they do on special offer, and then a couple of months before it kicks off, they bump them up a bit. But I think it's two hundred quid for um, for four days at the moment, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, which is nice, fifty quid a day for like. Wow, Neil, check it out, man! Cox Bar, Cockney Rejects, Booze and Glory, Benefits. Never heard of the Stupids. Is Ed going to be there? I don't think Ed. No, I think Ed fell out with uh, with Tommy. Okay. Yeah. Fire Exit, the Satellites. Okay, it's dropping off significantly after the top few, but still. I tell you about the satellites. The satellites are basically a London band, and you know, do you know the the Red Album with the New Wave? Singer? Yeah, I do. In fact, I'm friends with that guy. Yeah, I'm friends with satellite him. singer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 good guy. He's a, cool, yeah. he's a lovely laid back guy, but yeah, so he was delighted that they're on. So they're a little bit of early London punk there for you, like 1976. Now, fun, um, funny thing about that album. That's actually the first album that got me into punk in 1977. That album. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. When I realised who it was, I was like a bit of a like um, bit of a fanboy. I was like, oh, you know, you on the front of like that album. And he's like so modest. He's like, yeah, he's modest because he was on a like, compilation. But to me, it was like so <laughs> cool because I was like, you, I treasured that. Yeah. It was one of the first. It's a real, it's a really good compilation album actually. And he's on the front. He's Tommy's. Um, I mean, it's an early, early, early punk album, early punk compilation, uh, probably early '77, and he's on the cover. In a black leather jacket with short spiky, and and he's and he's like he's it looks like you think he's drinking a Colt forty five and he's spitting it out. So it's a very punk rock wow. photograph, you know. Which, what's the what's the name of the album? It's just called New Wave, I think. 
It's so red. Is, it, is that is that English or is it like an LA thing? It's got no, it's English, but it's got a mix of American and British bands on it. I was going to say, can you get can you get Colt forty five in England? You could back then. I don't know if you still can. And that anymore. is not re- that that is not representative of the best lager we have to offer. I'll tell you that right <laughs> it's now. Malt. It's malt. That liquor, is that one. gnarly. That's yeah. a gnarly ass beer. Yeah, it's malt liquor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think he's got. I mean. Bill- in the day, Billy. Back in the day, Billy D. Williams used to do commercials for him. Yeah, that's right. It was a uh, yeah. That's. Yeah. I like to relax and relax with a nice cold Colt Forty Five. It's like take all that Star Wars cred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer commercials. Hey, hey. Uh, on a different topic, you mentioned that you saw Generation Sex. How was that? Well, I saw them in London. To be honest, um, I went to um, Crystal Palace Park and. Uh, not a single of my band had said to me that they're rough, they're rough, they're rough. You know, yeah. I've, I've seen them on Glastonbury and they're rough, and I was like, oh yeah. And I was a big Generation X fan, yep. and we went down. And to be honest, uh, one of my mates and our guitarist, we we just piled into the beer because I just wanted to have a good time. So we went we went on the edge of the mosh, and I just I didn't care. I just wanted to sing along to like all the songs, mm-hmm. and I didn't really. I didn't. I didn't listen. I just wanted to be too there. drunk to have an too opinion. Too drunk basically. to give a shit. Like <laughs> yeah. And then we went to uh, we went to Wolverhampton. I thought that was every and show. And the city by Birmingham. We went to Wolverhampton about a fortnight later, and I listened, and I was a bit. Oh, Steve Jones was wobbly, and he seemed. If it weren't for Cookie keeping him in in shape, he didn't know where to start or finish, and he seemed to struggle with the Gen X lead breaks and yeah. and. Which in turn put Billy Idol off slightly, who seemed to be a bit shaky on the lyrics. Tony James was reasonably solid, even though somebody told me that at one of the gigs he was out of cheering a bit. Cookie had done his homework and he basically got that guy who was in the professionals, the guitarist, yeah. uh, Spencer, Tom Spencer, to go through all, all the numbers with him. So he was pretty good and he kind of kept them together. But at Wolverhampton, it was a little bit shaky. I mean, some of my mates said, no, it was great. But I was listening to it, and I thought, oh, a couple of times I got my fingers crossed for them, like, yeah. you know, flying by to the pants. Uh, for saying how long Jones has been in the game and, and, and what he was trying to do, I think he should have listened to the stuff a bit longer. But that's only my opinion. I mean, well, people the, thought he was the videos I saw on YouTube, um, I kind of agree. It was ropey, and Billy Idol didn't seem to know the words, which was crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he hasn't done his own stuff for probably 40-odd years. So. No. D- did you did you listen to the interview we did with Derwood, the original uh, Generation yeah, X guitarist? Yeah, great. Yeah, lo- really- lovely guy. But, yeah, he was a damn good guitarist. I guess Steve couldn't. Steve couldn't do some of those licks, I'm guessing. He even admitted at the at the, um, at the um, Wolverhampton one that he was struggling with the lead breaks. He said, I'm struggling with the lead breaks, which I thought, well, don't even say that. You know, don't even say I'm struggling. Just, on stage, he said, I'm Yes, I'm struggling. Strange. And at, at, at um, Crystal Park, he started kind of talking some kind of weird nonsense, like just like <laughs> Googler, Googler. And they all just laughed him off. And then started playing. Well, he, he's doing these interviews like, oh, I'm kind of bored with rock and roll. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. That's the only thing you're good enough to play, and barely that even. So, <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't it was, he's, it was he's, I love Steve Jones, but he has gotten irritated. I don't know what's going on with him. He's, he's Hopefully he's not back on the heroin again. Shit. Well, I hope they're making a good amount of money. You know, Billy Idol doesn't need money, but the other guys in the band could use the money. You know, they're not rich guys. I hope they're making a good, some good yeah, money on this. I'm sure, I'm sure they are, but... Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Billy Idol even said at one of them, um, we've done a few gigs now as if, like, they got better as they'd gone along. Which, ah, which you wouldn't want to see us two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the wool, though, was a bit shaky, to be honest, but um, it, it, it was all right. It was all right. I always liked Billy Idol's singing style, but I don't really see it translating to the Johnny Rotten style. It was a bit weird, to be honest, because Billy's more of a sort of... Um, we just got that weird snarling, crooning kind of a thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and he, did, he I, I, they didn't do um, God Save the Queen. I think they did God Save the Queen. They didn't do Anarchy for some reason. I, I think they're not doing Anarchy, yeah. Yeah, but they did things like um, s- silly things. Silly things, yeah. yeah they, 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 were doing, they were doing a lot of the Steve Jones, Paul Cook ones, not, yeah. not traditional Sex Pistols stuff. So it made me want to put my head in my hands and think, why are you doing that? Because <laughs> I... I mean, it was a novelty song, and Sid delivered it pretty good. I mean, it's the classic for Sid as a sort of cartoony yeah. thing. Yep. But it's not. They could have picked something else, but I think they were limited to what 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 knowledge of the songs. Because Jonesy played on the third Genix album, so he knew some of those, like Untouchables and stuff. Yeah, which which, but, which isn't a great album to be honest, compared to the other ones. No, no, no. But yeah, they they, they gave it a, a go. It was a it was a it was a gig to go to. <laughs> well, there you go. Did you go to that Imogen or not? No, I didn't. No, you didn't go. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I th- do we have another? Do we have a song to wrap it up? We no? we do actually. We have uh, the Wasps uh, classic. Can't wait till seventy eight. Which is so? Do you want to say goodbye and play the song, or do you want to play the song and come back and say goodbye? Let's play the it's song. Totally up to you. Let's play the song and come back okay. and say goodbye. It's pretty much bedtime in England right now. Holy cow! Yeah, it is. Quarter to ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So this is uh, this is the wasps uh, one class. Yeah, I, I've got a seven inch of this somewhere. Actually, I do have this. And I, I, I also was supposed to go see wasp. <laughs> Not a different they, wasp. They, yes. Blackie Wallace back with that, and they canceled their whole tour too. But it must be. I think it's a different wasp. Yeah, this isn't the fuck like a beast wasp. No, it is not. This is <laughs> this, this is the wasps from uh, from yeah from the seventy seven. I've actually never I've never heard of them actually. Yeah. So okay, I'm cool. Well, they, they, we'll they, were like, they were like one of the B level bands. Who, gotcha. you know, who wouldn't be playing big tours they'd be playing the Vortex or something so anyway well listen man as a B-level punk podcast we're more than happy to help spread the word <laughs> yeah. about the B-level punk fans yeah maybe we can get there him on go. the show uh, yeah so anyway this is the Wasps with their classic Can't Wait Till 78 okay this ain't a bad little bunch of people for the Vortex don't get excited they're carried away I just said it ain't bad I've not no real fucking noise yet. I've not no real. I mean, it's still 1977. Do you know what I mean? Remember what happened at the beginning? Let's have a bit more of it, eh? I'm sick of 77. I can't wait for 78. <laughs> Seventy-eight, you see who dies. The soonest, 
sea spaces, boring place, there's cricket stars. So gave rise to shaded eyes and schoolgirl horns. And now the minds have spoken for me, for you. And now the eyes have broken. Do what you wanna do. I can't wait for 78. You know I can't wait. See what gives. You know I can't wait. 78. See you die. To see you live. the wasps there with uh, can't wait till 78 and i wonder if he was upset when when he when he did get to 1978 because uh you know a lot of the bands was about a lot of the bands were splitting up in 1978 so you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's, it's funny i was just thinking about chris so chris is one year older than you neil like because you were just like if you would have been one year older right i mean he, he's really like perfectly on the cusp where he's hitting like you know he's like 16 years old and the Stuff starting to really go down. Just as I left school, Tommy broke. Just as I left school at sixteen, punk broke. What was your okay. yeah, What was your first gig, perfect. Chris? What was your first gig? Blondie. Oh, nice. Blondie and the Boys. Oh, nice double. Yeah, mm. that's a nice one. Yeah. Now, did you get to see X-ray Specs at all? No, they played. Um, they played Birmingham Odeon, but I, I didn't go to that. But um, now I didn't see X-ray Specs. I saw an, um, a very early Ants gig. Um, oh, nice. Um, I've seen Joy Division as well. Yeah, I've seen uh, Joy Division. Yeah, not uh, trying to think. Just, just a lot of the uh, yeah. stuff, really. Now, did you go to Barbarella's? No, I didn't, because basically this kid at school he introduced me to one of the punk clothes shops called Carn and Bell, but he never he never told me about Barb's. He'd been a couple of times, and so I never went to Barb's. But um, I went to there was another one called the Cedar Club later on, and um, and Zigzag and stuff like that. So I, I went to all them. I mean, I was yeah. like. A, I was an active soldier for eight years, <laughs> and, then, and then I yeah. you served your time. <laughs> yeah, I served my time both wars, and then I, I sort of got into classic rock a bit, and then still into punk and all that. And then I've continually been into punk. I've always been into punk, and yeah, just just carried on. And, and then when I had the, well, the daughter's not really into punk, and you as well, were you? Yeah. So I have someone who's going to inherit my record collection. That's perfect. Oh, you it. need I was that. Hoping you'd leave us in your, I was hoping you'd leave us in your will. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's all right. You guys are all going to outlive me anyway. Your record collection is, I'm sure, but it's coming on now because of your... Uh, well, it's funny. Yeah, come, yeah, mine's come and gone over the years, but it's definitely swelling. I don't have any room for some of this stuff. Did you I sell your be, stuff? Uh, did you sell your stuff back in the day, Chris, or did you keep everything? Got everything everything you kept everything yeah i did good yeah. yeah it's good yeah all your old singles and stuff yeah, yeah. i've got that yeah so so imogen what else what, what other kinds of music do you listen to because i assume you do right yeah um 
I don't like say it. don't say EDM. Don't say EDM. No, don't worry. I would never. I would never. <laughs> I was, was going to say techno though, which maybe is just as bad. It's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I see. If you played an EDM song and a techno song, I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> no, but mainly like uh, indie, some pop, that kind of thing. Anywhere between like pop, indie, rock, and punk, pretty much. Oh, yeah, so are, you, are, you, are you a Swifty? You know, I can be. Like, I wouldn't put her on, but if she comes on the radio, I'm going to sing along, you know? Both of my daughters, so I have I have two daughters, 22 and 16, and they're both Swifties, and they're embracing it, and I, you know what? That's fine. I, I, I told the story about how I went on Ticketmaster and became a verified Taylor Swift fan <laughs> so that I could try to get them tickets for the shows, and meanwhile, I never got any. But I want that's what I'm going to have on my tombstone. It's going to be... Loving husband, <laughs> loving father, punk rocker, verified Taylor Swift fan. That's what it's going <laughs> to say on my stone. I think, yeah. <laughs> all right. But hey, I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, no, you're good. But all right. Let's let these people go to bed. Neil, yep. my wife has dinner plans while I've been up here. Nice. That sounds she good. Has, I apparently haven't been taking her out enough. So anyway, <laughs> it's Chris, it's always good to talk to you. And I hope that one year when Neil and I get to Rebellion that we can all catch up and have a pint yeah for sure definitely yeah and imogene it's good to hear the next generation sort of uh you know it's it's a comfort to us old farts to know that the next there's another generation there to pick up the mantle where we when we drop dead yeah that's good (laughs) taste yeah yeah so thank you so much for coming on both of you and giving us your time on this saturday night i know what it was for you so uh yeah thanks for that and you you, yeah it it was a nice i think it gave us a nice feel for the overall you know the overall feel of of how it is yeah yeah you painted you painted a great picture of it you made it sound fantastic so it's uh it's even upped my neil neil is currently looking to buy tickets right now how many dollars in a pound neil (laughs) it's it's like a dollar 30 i think to the pound something like that last time so it's like it's like pushing two six two pushing three hundred bucks probably with these. Yeah, but for three hundred for three hundred bands or whatever it is, that's really and, and, oh, and yeah, you're gonna watch you're gonna watch three bands and go back to your room and go to sleep anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll no, I'll be the one that I'll be the one that'll be there at noon. See. Yeah, you'll be the one like, Oh, there's some great my bands on at ten thirty AM. You know, all the at six <laughs> yep, o'clock. Yep. yep. <laughs> Have dinner at four thirty, like the super saver. We passed out on the booth. <sighs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, thanks again, so guys. Speak to you guys. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Thanks for having Lovely us. Lovely to speak you to you. Bet. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. And, thanks uh, a lot. Yeah. We'll- Stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart, everybody. We'll smell you on the beach. Yep, yep. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.